In many Hispanic countries, there is a shared fear that has been around for a millennium. How it originated is still up for debate, but apparently it's been around since the medieval times. As Hispanic populations migrated, the myth spread over the last thousand years. Today, each Hispanic country has their own version of this folktale, known by many other names. But I grew up in Texas, and here we call him El Cucuy. Mr. Paranormal Storytime. I'm your host, Mr. Paranormal. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, and please don't forget to show your support by liking and subscribing to this podcast, and share it with your friends. And now, on with the show. When I was little, maybe about seven or eight, I learned about El Cucuy. I always thought the word just meant monster in Spanish, but I learned later that the Cucuy was a particular monster, the scariest in existence. I never dared to ask what he looked like or where he came from. My grandparents were the ones who were telling me about him. Anytime I was misbehaving and their usual tactics weren't working, my grandfather would say to me, Si no te portas bien, el cucuy te va a llevar. So if I wasn't acting good, the cucuy was going to take me away. I would immediately get very serious and start thinking, was what he was saying really true? Was I really being that bad? Is the Kukui real? I would start to get scared and then I would beg my grandparents to protect me so he wouldn't take me. Then my grandmother would say, Okay, but you have to be good because he only comes for the bad children. My grandparents only used that a handful of times on me and my brother. We were good kids, but every now and then we got really out of control. behaving badly in a store. I was running around and I wouldn't stop after being told many times. I ended up getting lost in the store. I looked for my grandparents but I couldn't find them. 
Eventually, they had to get the employees to call my name over the paging system. Back then, that was the closest thing to an Amber Alert you could get. I made my way up to the front and found my family. I really scared my grandparents pretty bad, and they were embarrassed but relieved to see me. When we were outside walking to the car, my grandfather said, Yamero te llevaba el cucuy. I challenged my grandfather's statement and told him, The cucuy's not real. You just say that when I'm bad, but I've never seen him. I then asked my grandfather, What does he look like? And what does he do to the children? He stopped by the trunk before opening it to put up the groceries, and he looked at me for a few seconds, shaking his head. He told me in Spanish, Nobody's ever seen him and lived to tell what happens or where you go. After he told me that, I nervously laughed, and I said, What do you mean? He eats the children? He just shrugged his shoulders. He finished putting up the groceries and got in the car. On the way home, I didn't talk about it anymore. I was just quiet. The whole ride. Later that night, I went to bed. I said my prayers. and said an extra prayer to, you know, ward off the kukui. And I crashed out. I kept waking up like every few hours and I would stare at the hall bathroom light shining on the open door to my bedroom until I fell back asleep. I woke up again, but this time something was different. I don't exactly know what time it was, but I knew it was really late because I couldn't hear my grandmother's television anymore. She would go to bed every night around 1 a.m. I heard a loud truck coming down our dirt road. So I got up and I stood on my bed to look out the window. I saw a bright light where headlights getting bigger and bigger coming down my dirt road pretty fast. I was just praying, please pass us, please, 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 please pass us. But the truck didn't pass. It came into the driveway, throwing dirt in the air, and slammed on its brakes, throwing so much dirt that I couldn't see the truck anymore. I was petrified. I dropped to my knees on my bed so the kukui wouldn't see me. I knew if he saw me, I was dead. I started to say my prayers and I was crying. It felt like forever, but it was probably only like five minutes. I decided to peek out the window to see if he was gone. But as soon as I looked, the truck was still there. And the windows were tinted pitch black and suddenly the driver's side door opened and 
I saw the inside of the truck. It was heavily illuminated by a red light. I mean, it was just, it was just so bright. I couldn't get a look or a good look at the Kukui and I didn't want to look at him, but I had to see where he was going to go. I just saw a dark figure walking around the truck straight towards my window. I dropped to my knees again and I hid under the blankets. I was shaking with fear. I could hear him tap on my window. Then I heard him start loudly banging on my window and laughing. (laughs) I didn't scream. I could barely breathe. I was crying and praying in my head. I am not sure if I cried myself to sleep or if I passed out in fear. But I woke up and the sun was shining through my window. I just ran straight to my grandmother's room and I hugged her and I apologized for being bad. She kept asking me what was wrong, but I didn't tell her. I still haven't told her to this day. I don't know if it was a dream or if it really happened. I don't know if, you know, if it was the Kukui. Maybe I made it up all in my head. What, you know, but whenever they told me to behave, you better believe I tried to act right and be good. All I know is that he never came to visit me ever again. Hey listeners, I hope you really enjoyed that story. I wanted to take a minute and talk about something really serious. Kidnapping. I mean, we all know that it's a serious problem. Um, you know, back in the day, you could, you know, travel your neighborhood and go out and do whatever. And today, we're just so scared because kidnappings are so frequent and we know about them that, you know, you, you really got to watch your kids close. It only takes just a few seconds. Um, and, you know, it, it's not right that parents have to live like that in fear of their children uh, getting kidnapped. Um, According to the Center for Missing and Exploded Children, many children are never reported missing, and there's no reliable way to determine the total number of children who are actually missing in the U.S. When a child is reported missing to law enforcement, federal law requires that the child be entered into the FBI's National Crime Information Center, also known as the NCIC. According to the FBI, in 2018, there were 424,066 NCIC entries for missing children. The problem is even bigger in Mexico. With so much crime and corruption, it's estimated that a kidnapping of a child occurs every two hours, and nearly all of the cases go cold due to the lack of resources, backlogged crime labs, and the corruption of local police. There's a link in the description of this episode. I'd like you all to take a minute and go there. It'll take you to the Center for Missing and Exploded Children, and it'll show you different ways on how to donate. I really urge you to donate, even if it's just a dollar. There are different many ways you can donate, so check it out and do your part. Thank you for listening.